is the Dog Gone Camping Podcast, where Ollie F and Michael H talk about all things camping. Places to go, shows, things to see, and taking the family and dish liggers with you on the journey. So stay around, grab a beer or wine, light the campfire while we talk camping. Welcome back, Michael. How you going, buddy? Yeah, good, Ollie. Yourself? Good, mate. Another episode, number Another nine. One. Episode nine, yeah. Been a little bit delayed in getting this one out. There's a bit of a retake, this one, because, I don't know. Technical issues. Technical issues. Anyway, it's all good. We'll uh, we'll carry on. So in the meantime... We can go camping. We can. <laughs> <laughs> it's... um. I've got a cough, must have COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, yep. something just went down the wrong place. Um, yeah, it's good news, we can go camping, I've just been too busy to go camping. I know, me too. And it doesn't look like I'm going to be going camping for a little bit, but... Oh. So what are we? 7th of June, so we were able to hit the roads from the 1st of June in Queensland. Oh, it's good to see... In all the Facebooks groups we're part of, everyone out and about. Uh, so where are you going first? Well, we were going to go to the Linville pub on Friday. In this camp, Friday coming? The one that's just been. Oh, okay. Yep. I had to go to um, King Roy for work. Yeah. Oh, and it's only like a, an hour, an hour and a bit there. Hour on site. I was there for two. It takes you two hours to get there and two hours to get back. Hmm. But unfortunately, the um, Somerset Council kept the uh, railway track across the road from the pub closed. Oh. They, weren't, they weren't sure if they were going to open a Friday afternoon or not because of they were burning off. So oh, okay. we, we didn't go. I was really disappointed. They got a, they've done a whole new beer garden out the side of the place. Yeah, I've been following them on Facebook. It looks, looks like they've yeah, done some good looks, stuff. Yeah, they've really taken advantage, actually, of... Uh, yeah. Of... The shutdown for themselves and just put a heap of time and money and effort into revamping the pub a bit. So they're, they're but, really nice people too. Hey. When you go out there, you know, it's, and it's a it's a pretty good feed for the money and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. no, I'm looking forward to getting out there and spending the night there. So when, yeah, for us, we're uh, well, as you know, we like Stanthorpe, so we're going to do our winter camp in Stanthorpe, and ironically, we just got a an email last night from that caravan park out there that we stayed down the back of in their free camp area. On the Sven River or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And what did they uh, say? Oh, just saying that, you know, they're back open again and they'd like to see everyone back out there and for any anyone who's an existing customer, they've got a special deal. you just got to ring up and book for your first booking back there. Uh, for, for use any time between now and Christmas, basically. When are you so, going to go? Better let me know because we, yeah, we, oh, we might make oh, we might make a long week. We can make long weekends these days. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking end of I'm thinking end of June, end of mm-hmm. June, start of July is where I'm thinking. Fiona might be interested. Fair bit of work on, so I we'll just need to get over that. With my new um, job, I got the best boss in the world. So you mm. know. Uh, I heard he's an arsehole, but anyway. No, he's great. 
<laughs> great That's what happens okay. when you work great for yourself. Kid, it's yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, so that's where I think we're going to go, man. Just head out there and get some yeah. cold winter camping in, get the camper out, get the fire going. I'm fairly Been certain doing... I can talk Fiona into that. It's a bit of a drive for us, Dan Thorpe. It is a bit of a drive for you guys. But if we, take the Friday, if we take the Friday off, we make it the yeah. effort to drive down there. Yeah. She can call in the Suttons on the way through, mm, have a bit of an apple Suttons, pie. apples. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> they are good, aren't they? Yeah, they are good. <laughs> cheese Factory. Yeah. What else is out there? Jeez, Cheese Factory. Uh, all the Invite Poncho and he can drive us all around. <laughs> yeah, all the wineries. Uh, you did. Oh, the Grenabelt Brewery. Brass oh, yeah, Monkey the Brewery. Brass Monkey Brewery, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's quite a bit out. So, yeah, looking forward to it. So we'll get out there again. <sighs> Get the hillbilly out in the ground. The old hillbilly, yeah. Well, yeah. if you can get it into the ground. Well, <laughs> I must say. Okay, so while we're, while we're on that subject, the... Uh, the uh, it's the only place I've, I've had a hard time using it. My most favourite piece of camping equipment that I have, apart from my camper, which we'll cover another time, but... Yeah, is the hillbilly gear that we use, the cook stand and all that sort of shit gets used every single trip without fail. But yeah, you're right. Stanthorpe <laughs> is that one place where you wish you had some other setup because trying to drive the cook stand into a piece of granite is pretty hard going. I think I think you need to mean you know your fire pit you've got. Yep. You need to wait one about Say three, four hundred mil longer and a bit thicker, a bit heavier, mm. and weld a couple of rings on one end so you can just sort of slot it in. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, Might I know you that. could. That's why I suggested it. Mm. <laughs> but um, I, I got to be. I, I mean, my my hill my hillbilly gets used sort of seventy percent of the time. We 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 love it the bits. Um, I've got their rotisserie as well. Yep. We use and, and we use that a lot. We use it at home a lot. Yeah. But over a fire pit, I find that that works really well over a fire pit. But we yeah. we, we use the hillbilly most of the time, and a lot of the time we use it over our snow peak fire pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good combo, good combo. Uh, hillbilly and it's snow peak. Ah, it's good stuff. Like you've got one of their camp ovens too, the spun steel camp ovens, don't you? No, I have a spun steel camp oven. It's not a hillbilly oh, one. Isn't it's, it? I thought it was a hillbilly. Uh, no, it's um, it's a mob in South Australia that manufacture these spun steel camp uh. ovens. I, I've got two spun steel camp ovens. Um, they're similar to the hillbillies. Hillbillies yeah. made they they've made the lid. Oh well, their um, handles a bit easier to use. You know. Yeah, but, yes, he put a lot of work into that handle and the way it all operates together. I think it's a bit tricky to learn to start with, but once you get the hang of it, it's uh the one the one from South yeah, the one from South Australia is a pretty complicated handle stuff, and it is very very good, um, but it takes a lot of getting used to. Hillbillies yeah. is just comes off and on, like yeah. my other one does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, cast iron camp oven. Plain, simple, easy. Very I'll bring. I'll bring my. I, I do have a cast 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 iron camp oven. Mm. I'll bring that out next time. Yeah, but no, it's uh, good. 
Okay. I, I, I like camp oven cooking. It's fun. You know, you chicken. I like stews and flavours and stuff. I'm not a big roast fan in them. Yeah. I'd rather stick that on the fire and have it spinning over on the, or, you know. on the rotisserie, for sure. Yep. Um, Dampers, things like that's good. Isn't I it? mean, lamb, lamb, anything fatty like lamb and that comes up really good in a camp oven, though. Yeah, yeah. Don't do beef in a camp oven. No, that's what I did over Easter. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Chicken's no, good. It turned, Ch- out Ch- turned out shit. Yeah, chicken chicken works great in a camp oven. Fill it up or with drumsticks. Give it a half a bottle of barbecue yeah. sauce and a bit of chicken stock. Stir that through. Let that sit for a couple of hours over some slow coals. It's to die for. Yeah, but I tell you what, there's uh, there's a few good Facebook groups getting around too with uh, for camp oven cooking and stuff like that. If you really want some great recipes, uh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're very active too. They're very active. I know. They're, I don't know whether it's. I think it's just because. Yeah, people are stuck at home, so they're looking for stuff to do, and you know, so everyone's sort of now everyone wants to have a fire pit in their backyard. So of course, what comes with that? Well, cooking in camp oven. So all of a sudden, it's it's taken off. But yeah, the, it's, um, the biggest problem with that fire pit one is it's international. Oh, the yeah, that other group. Yeah, it is. It's I think it's more American based mainly. I know, and they've and one thing that country's got is lots of wood, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, and lots of space, and lots yeah. of. Uh, how can I say this? Oh, I won't say it. What no. hillbillies? <laughs> well, that, that's probably the nice version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's um, oh, I mean, actually, this afternoon we thought we'd uh, light a fire, oh, and yeah. I haven't got any wood. Mm. So I've went for a drop. I've got a heap here if you want some. Yeah, yeah. Probably no, yes. probably no good for you, though, considering we're two hours apart. It's actually cheaper to go to the BP and pay 20 bucks a bag. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't find any, and I didn't want to pay 20 bucks a bag, so no. um, I'm not having a fire. But we're, we're going to have a fire and just sit outside, and it's good when yeah. it's cold. I got, some yeah. people on um, Facebook are saying that it's illegal to do that and all these weird things, but... Well, I think it, technically it actually is. I think it depends on your council. Uh, but I think in built-up residential areas, it actually is illegal to just have a fire in your backyard unless it's a cooking fire and then you're just having a barbecue. Well, it's always a cooking fire. You can always throw a hot dog or a sausage on it, can't you? Baked potato in the side. Wrapped in foil, throw it in the side, bang. How does it differ to having a fire inside your house? Oh, well, it probably doesn't. Well, but, you, you know, you're like a fire, you're a fire, wood heater, wood fire heater. Yeah, how's, how's no, it you're right. It, it probably doesn't at all. But uh, the fact that Queensland's really not known for having wood heaters. Everyone around has got them. Well, I was laying there the other night thinking... Really? It's all I can smell is fire around me. Next thing, three fire engines go roaring up the road. Yeah. The house burnt down up the road, but I couldn't smell it because of all the wood fires. <laughs> True story. Oh, yeah, actually, we had uh, we had a fire brigade in a couple of streets away two nights ago, actually, for a house on fire. But uh, it was an abandoned house, so. No, that's all right. Yeah. This yeah. wasn't. No, no, that sucks for them. So, yes, so, camping again, uh, 
Well, we we're going to go in the next. Um, it's a public holiday here on Friday for our show holiday. Oh yeah, of course it's no show. Um, so we might, if we can get away, we might head off. So even Friday morning, just go Sandy Creek, even see your mate Addy mm. Andilla, maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, um, yeah, cool. Something like that, because Fiona wants to go to Blackbutt and explore that area of the world and go to the bakery. Yep. Um, yeah, cool. But apart from that, yeah, we might look at uh, the Stanthorpe thing too. I'll put it to the missus shortly. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right, mate. So uh, what else we got? So we've got, we've got Scott coming on, hopefully, in a couple of weeks to talk to us about this... Uh, Oh, the defibrillator, isn't it? Yeah, the Guy Leach thing. So for those that know nothing about it, uh, the quick breakdown that I know about is uh, Guy Leach, ex-former Ironman, surf life-saving champion, I think from the 80s, 90s maybe, something like that. It was a while ago. Uh, Yeah, it was a long time ago. But yeah, so he had a mate that that died and they're out in the surf together or something and just suddenly had a cardiac arrest and there wasn't a defibrillator close by by the time the ambulance got there. It, uh, it was too late, so he's sort of trying to make it a bit of a mission that, you know there is a defibrillator within 30 seconds because I reckon, I think the 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 time frame in that situation is 28 seconds or something like that apparently between okay. somebody being saved and somebody not. So it's, uh, yeah, he's trying to, he's on this mission to make them that they're accessible to anybody anywhere in Australia. So Scott... <coughs> Is part of this. Uh, I'm not sure how the whole thing come about with him. I know he had a pretty close to uh, experience just recently where he he was bushwalking just 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 pre COVID about the bushfire time and uh, almost got struck by lightning twice within you know twenty minutes of each other sort what? of thing. So. So, yeah, so he's, and then he sort of stopped and thought, well, you know, what would I have done in that situation? So he's joined up with Guy, and, uh, yeah. So, anyway, we'll let, we'll be, uh, we'll let Scott tell yeah, he us can more tell about that. Because yeah. I, um, I do a lot of work at, um, you know, resorts and, ho- well, motel, hotel type arrangement things, right? Mm. And yeah. they've all got now signs telling everyone where the defibrillator is. That's right. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I think once upon a time, they used to be really expensive and you used to be really highly trained to use them. Whereas now, I think you can pick up a cheap one in the three to, or two to three thousand dollar price bracket. Okay, I thought they were cheaper than that, but um, I also do work, so I do a bit of work for a safety equip in the Sunshine Coast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to work yeah. for the, I, I, I do work for the national franchise there mm. as well. And um, I know, you know, they got quite a few of them sitting on a the shelf. Mm. There are a few of them sitting on the yeah, shelf. Okay, yeah. They know all yeah. about them and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, but apparently now they you don't even really need to be skilled in using them because... Yeah, they just stick the things on their automatic, yeah. Yeah, well, and I think there's like a voice instruction that comes over and tells you how to do it as you're going. On that's pretty good, isn't so, it? So, yeah, so I, that's, that's a quick breakdown of what the whole thing is. So we'll get Scott on. Hopefully next weekend we'll record... We'll record with Scott and uh, let him basically tell us all about it, pretty much. So, yeah, you know. That's good. Be good, good to chat, Scott. Yeah, and, you know, we've got plenty of, it's sort of, uh, what would you say, relevant to relevant to us with camping and hiking and all that sort of stuff. If, you know, if you're going somewhere and you know you're camping and somebody in your group or somebody can't buy you who's got one and you need it, like, yeah, I, I think it's it's quite relevant to us. So let's uh, yeah, we'll definitely. get him on and see if we can help him out and spread the word a bit. Not a problem. Well, yeah, it's like a plan. Right. Well, <coughs> well, hopefully you won't be too busy when you get out there and have a bit of camping and have some fun. And Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to pulling the camper out, actually. I might even head down, head down the workshop and pull it out and check it over and everything next weekend, I think. So, cool. All right, mate. Thanks right. for the quick chat. I'll, uh, we'll catch up with you later on. Talk soon, eh? All right, mate. Stay Bye. safe. <laughs>